We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. This is the Sooner Sports Podcast. Your all-access pass to Sooner Sports. The Sooner Sports Podcast is presented by Allstate. Are you in good hands? And by Riverwind Resort. Riverwind Resort, the place to be. Now, here's your host, Chris Plank. All right, welcome into the Sooner Sports Podcast, our Tuesday edition of Sports My name is Chris Plank. Coming up on the show today, Gabby Ortiz, Sherry Cole. We put our focus where, honestly, it needs to be, women's basketball. Over the last couple of weeks, we probably haven't given the coverage that Sherry Cole's team deserves. With the incredible run they've been on, four straight wins to wrap up the season as we get set for a final home game against Texas and the Big 12 tournament, I thought we'd get Gabby Ortiz and Sherry Cole on. But in the meantime, a crazy weekend in Sooner Athletics from the men's basketball team winning at home against Kansas State, the incredible performance for the OU track and field team. Wow, speaking of incredible what a weekend for the OU baseball team. How did they get those games in? Mother Nature became a baseball fan after the wild weather that we had early in the week. We were able to get four games in. Sooners went 4-0. The softball team went on the road and probably, based on their competition, had one of their better weekends of the season, beating Arizona State, North Carolina, BYU, and taking care, in a roundabout way, of Team Japan. Tough loss to Arizona. And how about the overall performance of the golf teams? I mean, uh, what a great weekend for Sooner Athletics. So, while we'll have in-depth coverage of softball coming up next week with the home opener for the softball team, obviously baseball has a road trip with Dallas Baptist. They're home this weekend as well, too. And a couple more games in the regular season for basketball with the Sooners hitting the road to Baylor and then wrapping up their home schedule later this week. So we've got tons to get to 
on the Sooner Sports Podcast. But let's put our focus on women's basketball for this week and get after it with Sherry Cole and Gabby Ortiz. All right, Jessica Cootie and yours truly had a chance to sit down with Gabby Ortiz to talk a little women's basketball. She is one of the leaders of this Oklahoma Sooner basketball team and has been instrumental in its resurgence down the stretch. One of my favorite all-time Sooners, Wisconsin native Gabby Ortiz, is in the house. Gabby, first and foremost, thanks for joining us. So what, does does Jess need to get a little scoop here? Is there anything she needs to know before she sits down with Dad later this afternoon? <laughs> Oh, no, no. How's it going playing, Kay Jess? Uh, good to join you guys this morning, but no, uh, my dad, he's a... Uh... He's a, he's not a handful. He'll he'll be all right hopefully this morning. He's a pro with this by now. Yeah, he is. He uh he's got it down pat, I think. Been enough oh, years in it. That's awesome. Uh Gabby, I'll start. Uh obviously this has been fun to watch down the stretch for this season and I can imagine pretty rewarding for not just, you know, the the team, but especially for the seniors yourself, Nisi, Vivi and Maddie. What's really clicked over the last couple of weeks for this women's hoops team? You know, I think uh, you mentioned the seniors, and I think it really does start with us. Um, you know, me, me, Maddie, and Vivi uh, on the floor, you know, starting with that. And I think we always said, you know, if, if us three are connected from when we start the game, um, good things are going to happen. And, you know, I think all of us, uh, not on the floor and on the floor, have been, the senior class have been connected. And I think we just made a decision, you know, let's let's redirect this thing and let's finish it you know how we want it to and um you know we're like we can only can control what we can control but um we just started having fun with it and we really have just been all in and um I think every day we've just approached practice uh in a good way and you know we kind of changed our mentality into let's just grow every day let's just keep getting better and when you look at it like that um it just seems a little lighter, a little more fun, um, and I think that's what we continue to do, and it, it's been fun. Gabby, you guys have taken this one game at a time here at the end of the season, but, man, you really needed that one up in West Virginia, and you did what no other Oklahoma basketball team, women's team, has, has done, and they've won in Morgantown. How good did that one feel on that plane ride home? Man, just I – that feeling, I don't know, We, me and Maddie and, and the rest of the years in ECVV, all of us, we were just kind of, it was surreal to us. I mean, no one really in the outside world probably understood if they saw the video of us celebrating. They're probably like, I mean, it's a road win. What, you know, why, why are they so excited? But, um, you know, I just, that win was huge. It's just always all the, just my four years, Maddie's six years of being there, I mean, not winning on the road there uh, is tough. It's, and every time we have traveled there, it's been some type of fiasco. Uh, I don't know, with the weather, with, with how we play, we, we hit the backboard on shots. Like, it's just always been awful every time we went there. And so it's kind of just been a, an, you know, a running joke. And, you know, we really focused on that game going in. We're like, us seniors, we're like, we're not losing. Like, we're going out with a win um, while we leave here. And, you know, you can tell VV wanted, wanted that, you know. Uh, you know, we joked with her. She barely leaves the floor when she goes to, you know, we were like, we've never seen you leave the floor to, <laughs> to, to dip in a ball. Um, you know, I think just that, that – inner that inner want that inner gut feeling to get that win you could you could really see it because uh that that win was huge for us and i'm happy that we could do it uh, as as a senior class 
Gabby, I know we, we talked about this on the podcast, and I'm sure you and Jess have talked about it before. But, I mean, it, it hasn't been an adjustment. What's the the X and O mindset and what's the on-the-court mindset been with the, an adjustment more to that two-guard this year for you? You know, um, it's became, you know, it's, I'm, I'm used to it now. You know, we're towards the end of the season. And, uh, you know, I think I talked about it earlier. I never, you know, I've been a point guard my whole life. So I never really saw it coming or I never thought about really being a two. But um, when I was asked to do that, you know, it was more of just they wanted me to be able to score the ball more um, because I didn't really, you know, get get the shots up or that wasn't my first um, option as as a point guard. Um, so now, you know, now that I've been over there and now that I'm, um, I guess it's less, I think I've talked about it before. It's, it's less responsibility. You know, I can just focus on just getting open and, uh, getting my shot up and, um, kind of creating for others, just moving off for others. But, um, you know, it's been more simple. It's been, it's been different. It's been fun. You know, you do, you do, I do miss playing point guard, um, definitely, but, um, I'm happy that I've been able to play this role for this team because that's what, what they needed. Um, and it's definitely, you know, it's worked out. Uh, I think I've had, you know, more threes this year than uh, in the past years, and I've been able to help in different ways. So that's been fun. Uh, you guys celebrated senior night on Wednesday, and with the ice storm, whatever, had, you guys had already had to move it, then had the ice storm. But you actually have your – legitimate final last game inside Lloyd Noble Center on Saturday. Has it kind of sunk in? I mean, what's, is it a little bit daunting to know that you're going to take that floor for the final time? I mean, you had the senior night, but you still, in the back of your mind, know that you have a game coming up on Saturday. Yeah, you know, going into senior night, I think it gave me a little peace knowing that I had another game. Um, it wasn't as emotional, which is uh, different because usually senior night is always the last game. So that was different for us, and like you said, it was kind of in the back of my mind. And um, now knowing that Saturday is our final and last, um, that is, it, it's uh, it's crazy to me. You know, I I don't, um, I don't know. I just can't believe this moment's here. Um, I'm definitely going to take it all in. Uh, I think it'll be probably pretty emotional after the game. And um, but I'm just fortunate that we do, do have another game. Uh, at home, and um, I know us seniors are, are going to take advantage of it, and um, we're looking forward to it, and I think it'll be cool that most of our families are still here um, with the games being closed, so um, I'm really happy about that and get to play in front of our families uh, one last time inside of Lloyd Noble. Hey, Plank, I, I, they had spaghetti dinner last night, by the way. <laughs> are you serious? From the It wasn't the Mannings, was it? Did you get, oh, did yes, they... it was. <gasps> Did they bring the dessert thing with the pretzels or no? Okay, okay. This, that, was, that was the only disappointing thing. We had every <sighs> single thing. We had the corn. We had the salad. We had the spaghetti. But they didn't have enough time to make the strawberry pretzel <sighs> salad. <laughs> uh, I'm, you know, that that would be me, right? You get you get the meal. You get the great spaghetti. You get the French bread. Uh, you get the salad. I'd walk in and complain. It's like, where's the strawberry pretzel thing? I'm out. Oh, you know, I know. Right <laughs> that's, that's definitely my favorite, too. Maddie Maddie was disappointed because that's her favorite. But her grandma, <laughs> so, said, her grandma said it takes two days to make, so she didn't have time. <laughs> that's awesome. Well, I'm, I'm glad you brought that up, Jess. And uh, I, got, I think we got time for one more quick one here, Gabby. But okay. Maddie, Maddie had wrote about deciding to go through that, that sixth year and, and do it. And I can remember talking to her, and she said, 
everyone that was in school was saying, hey, you should go. And everyone that was out of school was saying, you should stay. Stay in college as long as you can. Uh, you guys have been there every step of the way together. Can you kind of take us through what your relationship was like, is like, and how, uh, how exciting it was when you saw that she decided to come back and play this season and kind of how that's all transpired? Yeah, you know, that was huge for me. Obviously, it was her decision, but in the back of my mind, I always kind of knew she was going to stay just from our relationship and, and knowing what she wanted to do. And so um, when, the, when she finally made the final decision and knowing that she was going to stay, I was ecstatic, obviously, um, just from a team uh, teammate aspect and a friendship aspect. Um, and so, you know, coming in here uh, when I committed OU, I never thought I would grad or leave with Maddie, uh, finish as a senior with her. Um, so being able to play four years was pretty awesome. Um, we've really grown um, close over these over these four years, especially this year. You know, being roommates with her, um, she's definitely one of my best friends, and uh, I really just value our friendship. And I think that shows on the court. I think when um, we're connected on the court, when we can do special things, and that connection has grown. We kind of struggled early on, but uh, I'm just really um, proud of Maddie. I mean, she's just you can just see. Um, uh, she's one of the most competitive people I know, one of the most. Uh, she just perseveres through everything. And so uh, she's a really strong person, um, and, and I'm just grateful for her. And um, I'm glad that she's been able to get back these four years and at least um, play through everything that she's, that she's gone through. Um, so that's awesome to see, and I'm glad I have a couple more games left with her. <laughs> And after we wrapped up, Toby Rowland went in-depth on the OU women's basketball team with Sherry Cole. What were you happy with Saturday? Well, um, it was an interesting field of the game, um, I think especially maybe for our seniors. You know, you have senior night, and then you come back and you play another game. I think it felt a little bit weird, but uh, we got off to a great start. Um, first quarter, I think we were up 22-2, to um, really active defensively and um, getting – exactly what we wanted offensively and then I do think that we got a little bit uh, greedy maybe and uh, lost a little bit of our discipline but were able to regain it I I thought we did some super things offensively we just didn't shoot it well at all Toby I mean we we missed a ton of really good looks from three but the execution piece of it the process piece of it was fantastic and that's what's most important this time of year VV goes for 19 and 12 Ana Yanusa, 17. Maddie Manning had 16. You, you won comfortably without Gabby really having a good shooting night for you. You mentioned you didn't shoot the ball well. Um, Gabby goes 0 for 6, and you win by almost 20. That's got to feel good. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's a very uncharacteristic night uh, for Gabby. And it was funny, you know, uh, there were a couple times, one possession in particular, BB missed, like, got her own rebound, missed, got her own rebound, missed, like, three in a row, and oh, Phoebe's not finishing. And after the game, she's 5 of 10, you know. She shot 50%. You're like, you're so accustomed to her making 8 of 10 instead of 5. It, it felt kind of funny. But uh, it was Tech was very physical on the inside. And uh, as they were doubling and bringing everybody on the inside, we had those those perimeter shots, and we had great looks from three. And just they just didn't go in. But that's all right. We'll, we're saving them for, for tomorrow. You know, your, of your last seven wins in, in this kind of stretch, this hot stretch you're in, you had the overtime game at West Virginia. But other than that, you won by 33, 19, 19, 20, 19, or excuse me, 18, you know, nine-point win over Iowa State. 
these have been lopsided double digit victories for you guys. I don't I don't know that I have a question here other than that's good <laughs> that you've taken the drama out of these games late. <laughs> well, and the the Iowa State game too that that ended up being a nine point game was mm-hmm. much greater margin than that. Um, they went crazy right at the end, um, and give them credit for that, but. Still, I, I think to your point, um, the West Virginia game and then the one loss in the group uh, had all kinds of drama in it. The very close game yeah. we played at, at Baylor, so um, we're we're playing lots better, and we've played ourselves into a position where I think we really know who we are. And um, boy, you strive and strive. I think every season that's that's the goal of a team is to find its identity, to find out who you are together, and. Sometimes it happens sooner and sometimes it happens later. Some years it never happens at all. And uh, this group has just stayed the course and they've, they've constructed a backbone and they know exactly who they are and um, go uh, in games when need a certain thing to happen. It's just amazing that uh, how, how the, the fog kind of clears and, and gives you the information that you need to be able to orchestrate games and possessions and and really wins down the stretch you're 11 and 6 in the big 12 you're all alone you're now four games over 500 on the season you're hot here late and yet this charlie cream guy still doesn't have you in the field even the updated one today are you worried about this at all i mean it doesn't make any logical sense it seems to me not only are you in your single digit seed and you're comfortably in this thing what's your level of concern here I don't have any. He's not on the committee. Yeah, I know, but I wish he'd get his act <laughs> together and make me sleep better. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, you, I, are I you totally that... not concerned? You you think you're in and it's not even close? Yes, I do. I, I do. Uh, because, and, and there are a number of reasons, you know, we could spend the whole time talking about this and I would really rather talk about more important things like beating Texas tomorrow. But it the all of the, um, what do you want to call them? The, the the assets are in line, and the strength of schedule, the RPI, um, the position in the conference. There's not a negative thing to point to. The only thing that that is negative at all in our body of work it, it are the the double digits in the loss column, and those are easily justifiable. Um, and I just don't think. I don't think there's any way that um, the Big 12 Conference only gets two teams in the in the tournament, and there's no way that somebody who finishes below us in league play in two months of competitive basketball is going to get in the tournament because they scheduled a bunch of wins in November and December. That's just not going to happen. All right, you made me feel better. Thank I'll move you. on, I'll but just so you know, there's nothing more important this time of year that you can talk about to me than bracketology. I live for this stuff. I wake up every morning and I'm trying to figure out my brackets and who's going where. It's just uh, it's a beautiful time of year, but you've put me at ease. It, today, it is so. a beautiful time of year, but we've got to we've got to get you a better balanced life. Uh, that is true in so many ways, Coach. <laughs> <laughs> Mix in a salad from time to time. You know what I mean? I mean, it's all about balance. All right, Texas Absolutely. tomorrow night. You've got the uh, you've got the book in here. This is weird. This happened to us a couple of years back. You opened with Texas back in December. Now you're closing with Texas tomorrow night at their place. They're big. They're really good. What's the game plan against them? 
Well, uh, the good news is um, we we played them um, long before we had any idea who we were together. Um, our, our guys, when we got ready for Iowa State, you know, we played them early. And when we were putting our scout together, we were watching film, preparing for Iowa State. Our guys were cringing at watching their performance early in the year against Iowa State. And yesterday, when I even mentioned that it had been so long since we played Texas, you could see all their faces and their shoulders kind of start to move and contort. They they know that it, it wasn't real pretty. I think we've grown. Um, Texas is a little bit different than they were, too. You know, the first time we played them, Joyner Holmes had just joined them, and that was her first game back after yep. missing the first semester. So she's much more in the groove now, and they are really going to her. And she's, you know, one of the, the best talents in the country. Um, but but I like where our team is, and I think it's all about possession by possession. Can you uh, can you get back and and take the transition piece out of the game for Texas because that's where they're really really good, um, and that that sort of offense bleeding into defense because they like to turn you over or they like to contest a shot and get you one and done and then go and run and transition. And so scoring has a lot to do with limiting their transition. But with them, it's always transition defense and rebounding. Big 12 tournament starts on Friday, folks. It's in Oklahoma City this year. Sooners won't play until Saturday. If OU wins tomorrow night, they're the three seed. It, it would take a loss and an OSU win to bump him to the four. But you're either the three or the four seed, which means you play at uh, 8.30 p.m. Saturday night if you're the three, 11 a.m. Saturday morning if you're the four. I think you said on your radio show the other night, the fact that the women's Big 12 tournament is in Oklahoma City may be the best-kept secret in local sports. Let's change Absolutely. that. I haven't heard I haven't heard a thing about it anywhere except when you and I are talking. It's not like I have the TV on the radio on all the time, but still. Um, yeah, this is this is an opportunity for us to really have a home court advantage in the Big Twelve tournament. And it's one of those things that you may not realize what a big deal it can be until you don't have it as an opportunity to be a big deal anymore. Um uh, we you know, people need to get out. This thing will go back to Kansas City in another year, and it's a long trek for folks, and it's just um, right down the interstate for everybody this weekend. So um, I, I don't have any idea. I haven't listened to the weather forecast. I don't know what it's supposed to be like, but nice. come on down anyway. It's going to be Is a nice, nice weekend. Yeah, it's going to be well, a nice roll weekend. Roll around outside for a while and then come indoors for an hour and watch us play. So a lot of women's hoops on the show today as we get set for a Big week in Sooner Athletics, baseball, softball, basketball, women's basketball, men's and women's gymnastics, you name it, it is going on right now in Oklahoma Sooner Athletics. Well, in-depth, coming up on Friday's edition of the Tailgate. Until then, have a great week and Boomer Sooner, everybody. This has been the Sooner Sports Podcast. Make sure to get all the latest episodes online right now at Soonersports.tv slash podcast. And make sure to follow us on Twitter at OU on the air. Yeah.